Welcome to Inspiring Stories from American History with Rebecca Price Janney. Today's story is part two of the 1970 Asbury College Revival. On February 10th, a full week after the revival began, the Asbury administration resumed classes at the end of that day's chapel period. They would, however, keep Hughes open for prayer, and nightly meetings would be held there. God's campus sit-in had lasted 185 hours, and its effects spread far beyond Wilmore to other campuses, as far as California, and even to other countries. This happened wherever Asbury students testified to the remarkable revival during the following months. Here are some of their stories. One Asbury student told an Oklahoma bank president about the incredible outpouring of God's Spirit at his college campus and how many students had given their lives even more fully to Christ. The executive admitted he had been a nominal Christian for years, but now he felt a powerful need for God to move in his life as well. Then they knelt in the office as the bank president gave his life completely to the Lord. Afterwards, he called his staff together for a prayer meeting, and the Asbarian once again told the story of his school's revival. Many Asbury students formed witness teams that traveled throughout America telling people what had happened at their school. One day, they stopped at a gas station run by a recently married couple. As the girls talked to the wife, she confessed she didn't really love her husband. She had been infatuated with him and nothing more. Now she felt trapped. One student told her Jesus could give her a true love for her husband if she confessed her sin and gave her life to the Lord. In the meantime, the guys had been witnessing to the husband about Christ, and he prayed to receive the Lord. One Asbury co-ed took a bus to Cincinnati, and her seat partner asked why she was reading the Bible. She told him she loved God's Word, and then she shared his plan of salvation. The man wanted his friend in another seat to hear the girl's testimony, so the men switched seats, and the co-ed repeated the story. At that point, an elderly man sitting in front of her asked if she would speak up because he hadn't been able to understand every word. In addition, a woman sitting across from the Asbarian wanted to hear more too. The co-ed rose, went to the front of the bus, and gave her testimony to everyone. When the vehicle arrived in Cincinnati, the driver turned around and asked her, Do you have anything more to say? All I want to say, she told him, is hallelujah. One Asbury student wrote to her newspaper, The Citizen Patriot in Jackson, Michigan, about the revival. She wrote, There is a new kind of demonstration at Asbury during these days of national college sit-ins, not in the administration offices, but in the college and seminary chapels. Students are throwing around a lot of three, four, and five-letter words, too. Words like joy, love, pray, and faith. They plan to turn the world upside down, not because they're troublemakers, but for the sake of Jesus Christ. 
One newsman expressed delight that he was being called upon to cover the revival, having grown sick of reporting student riots. If those kids run out of something to pray about, two o'clock in the morning, he said, ask them to pray for me. Don Daniels of the Wheeling News Register wrote about the revival in his column on February 8, 1970. He opened with the question, Did you hear about the love-in at Asbury College? He pointed out how strange it was to think of a love-in at a Christian college with a seminary across the street to boot. He chronicled how the revival got started and pointed out how amazing and encouraging he thought it all was, especially that young people were doing something truly constructive. No news in that, is there? he asked. Then he answered his own question. Yes, it is news. Good, gutsy news that tells me there remains on the nation's campuses a hardcore sense of morality, and that in the final analysis, the mark on history will be written by the people who spurn the podium of militant dissent in favor of a quiet place to talk with God. He went on to describe himself as a busted-down Catholic, a sometimes dissident Christian who drinks too much and smokes too much and favors ninny skirts on everyone but my wife and my sister. But he concluded, I'm going to get on the side where God is. Thank you for joining me for Inspiring Stories from American History. I'm Rebecca Price Janney. And to read more about the Asbury Revival, you can find my book, Sweet, Sweet Spirit, on Amazon.com.